What's going on, everybody? Daryl Freighter, the club CEO here. And we have another amazing DJ on the My DJ Story podcast. Brother, can you introduce yourself, where you're from? Yes, my name is uh, DJ Believe. Everyone calls me D. I'm from Indio, California. Awesome, brother. And as you know, this is the My DJ Story podcast. So we are super interested in hearing your story about how you got started in the DJ business and kind of how's it been going since getting started. So start us from the very beginning. You know, what age did you start in and how did you get interested in DJing? Um, it was about the age of 12. I was taken out of trash in the evening uh, at a group home I was in. And I found a Technique 1200 turntable at the time in the trash and not really having much at the time. So I brought it in, cleaned it up and found out what a record was. As soon as I was uh, discovered that I was able to manipulate sounds or people would say a scratch. And then um, it just pulled me in. I don't know why or how it just grabbed me. And all I did from there on out to the present day is just look for more records, the best equipment, and just finding new ways to do stuff that hasn't been done yet. Wow, that's a very, very powerful story, man. So, so pretty much you stumbled upon the opportunity to be a DJ from, you know, digging in the trash and and, and finding this old, you know, turntable or, or, or controller, and you're able to just turn that into an opportunity for you to start your career and your passion. Like, what was going through your mind when you found that, you know, DJ turntable and and decided to, you know, take it out the trash and and clean it up like what was going through your mind at that time i was impressed by the weight it was pretty heavy it was a actual 1200 technique which is fascinating now looking back at it that i got so lucky to find one of those in the trash but um i i my biggest my biggest obstacle ever my first obstacle as well was i didn't know how to get sound out of it <laughs> i didn't know i needed a you know amplifier and a, and, and, and a receiver or a mixer i mean i had no clue i was like where do the speakers go so after I was schooled up on that a little bit, uh, I, I was pretty impressed by, you know, how it turned out. And there was no controllers back then. There was no software. It was just a record player. And uh, I think the first real DJ mixer came out like three or four years afterwards. So it was regular standard four channel mixers with no fader. It was just channels one, two, three, and four. Wow, wow. Now that, that's, and, and then how did you, you know, take that, you found something to play on, and tell me about like your first event or first opportunity to, act to actually DJ. Well, I never knew that you could make money off of it. And when I found that out, that that really impressed me. But I started watching MTV and they started slowly but surely having more and more DJs pop up and do exactly what I was currently doing at the time, but with better equipment and better gear and doing it a lot better than I was. And I started to manipulate and trying to VCR record those sessions on MTV for I could just play them back and try to mimic what they're doing. And uh, over some time, I, I, I got good enough. And then I found out about clubs and, and barbacks and just doing anything I could to get my foot into any establishment that had an actual DJ booth in it. And, and I was able to start being a barback after I got emancipated at the age of 16. And... Uh, Every second I had, I took it and went behind that DJ booth and did everything I could to press play or anything. And was completely fascinated with that kind of nightlife, the energy, the response that you would get from a crowd when you play a song, uh, how you control the crowd with whatever you decide to do back there. That really captured me. And, and like I said, from there on out, I, I basically lived picking up beer bottles and behind that gear, 
DJ booth every night, every night. Wow. Wow, so it seems like DJing really changed and it can even say maybe saved your life. Is that, is that accurate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Music was uh, the first positive escape that I have ever had. I, like I said, I grew up in in and out group homes and, and I was rebellious to anything that was authority whatsoever. And nobody had any uh, threshold over me to with any threats. I mean, I knew I was 12. I knew they couldn't do anything. I knew what I wanted to do and didn't want to do. And, I didn't want to go to school. I didn't want to fit in the norm. I didn't want to be the everyday person. I knew that from day one. And no one had anything to take away from me to make me become better. And everything was already taken away from me. So with music, people saw that I was interested in it. And because of that, people were willing to help me a little bit more than what normal people would because of my situation. And that was a big help in my life. Awesome, man. And, you know, it, it's really hard, especially when you don't have really people to lean on in these certain situations. Like, did you have anyone, you know, that helped you in these early stages of your DJ career, maybe a mentor or a friend or someone that kind of showed you the ropes? Um, yeah, definitely. Definitely in my early DJ career, uh, when I was a bar back trying to make my way behind that DJ booth, uh, there was a DJ uh, named by DJ Johnny Quest. And to this day, just because I worked with him side by side and saw how he broke down the science behind the magic that he did every night consistently and so well with just little portions of what we would call tricks or or just methods and keeping that consistency and that method every night over and over and over is what made it magic and and made it look like it was easy to do but sure by a long shot it's not to keep a crowd interested in what you're playing for six hours you know a thousand people it's really hard and and he was able to do that without breaking a sweat and he taught me probably about 80 percent of everything i know about crowd control when it comes to a club wow that's amazing that you know you were able to, to learn from someone that really understood the craft to that detail and that's super amazing because figuring that out on your own is almost impossible you know, by having a mentor, having someone that can kind of show you the ropes and guide you through that process and show you the nuances of the skill set is really helpful to get you forward. And then, you know, you can pay it forward by doing the same and, and helping others in their early journey. Um, so that's spectacular, man. And, and uh, you know, I'm super interested in your name, you know, DJ Believe. That's super inspiring that your name is DJ Believe. Um, what, what what made you choose that name? What was that name given to you? Like, tell me the, the story about how that name came to be for you. Um, I was a mere beer back at, at a nightclub and the owners told me and everyone around me that was in management staff that I would never be a DJ there or probably anywhere just because they knew my roughneck life and growing up and just I didn't have the flashiness. I wasn't the image. I wasn't anything. And I consistently stayed behind that DJ booth with Johnny every night and he showed me every night and he told me, hey, hey. I believe in you, man. You keep pushing forward. You're going to do it. And then one night, the owner came up to me and said, hey, next Wednesday, I would like you to audition. So bring your best clothes and let's see what you can actually do back there. And uh, he told me when he introduced me that night, he called me DJ Believe because he believed in me. And uh, it was great. It was awesome. And it just stuck and it never left. Wow, man. No, that's super inspiring, man. For anyone out there listening. You got to just do what DJ Belief did and believe that if you work hard at it and you put in this to work and you're able to actually execute on the things that are in your head, your desires and your heart, 
and believe it, you can achieve it as well, man. So thank you for telling that story. Like that was really empowering for anyone out there that, you know, is on edge about deciding to go into a DJ career or get on the edge about, you know, taking that risk on starting that new business that they have, the, you know, the idea for. Um, and, and, and by telling stories of other people who have done it, who may have been in, in tough situations and made it out of it, like that's a true blessing, man. And I'm super excited to to, to hear the rest of your story, kind of like where, where did you go from there? You know, after you know you got your first gig, you got your first you know opportunity to play professionally. You know, kind of where have your your journey led you from there? Um, I've I've been very blessed and very thankful that. I've had a lot of great opportunities that I was able to capitalize on over the time that uh, I've been doing this. Um, I think one of the biggest keys of all of it is that I never made me playing music about me. I've always found myself lost in music and always wanted to give that availability to somebody else that needed that escape. And if I was able to do that through music and let them forget about their worries for a while, that's what I love doing and want to accomplish every time I play and and like I said I don't make it about me um uh never have I've been on very big stages and and I do not like the camera attention I don't like I like my name being called maybe that's a little egotistical but I like hearing that loud but I don't like uh the look at me situation and standards and I never made that about me in, in, in the back rooms talking to managements or promoters or, or investors I've never made the image about me I've always made it about if anything my name and and what I do and I think that helped a lot because unfortunately I see a lot of people out there wanting to be a DJ for the fame for for the lights for the money for the stage and and that's cool to have inspiration like that and have a goal for something but I always try to make a goal in my life, no matter what it is, not for myself. Wow. It, I always try to make it to be for somebody else that's going to better the situation overall. Because when it comes down to the end of the day, when our time is called and we're put into the dirt, it's only what we left behind, not what we did and who we are and what we, you know, look at me accomplished. It's 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 what's still there that's being done because of me. Wow. That's truly amazing, man. You have a true spirit of giving, man. I feel like there's people like you that are out there that are really providing value to the world through the different skill sets that you have. You know, we're all given gifts and it really depends on how you use your gifts in this world to help others. And, and that's what, you know, things in life is pretty much all about, you know. And I think that, you know, what, what are some qualities or what are some, you know, you know, attributes or, or things about DJs that are super important, you know, when, you know, you're thinking about going to the business, like what kind of, you know, qualities that you need um, or has helped you become a successful DJ? Uh, stamina, for one. Stamina for a lot of stuff, uh, like being told no, uh, because you get that more than anything else. And even the most successful DJ out there, whoever you may want to say that is, has been told no probably a good million times or two at the very least. You're always going to have bad critics. You're always going to have someone knocking your style or what you're doing or questioning you. There's always going to be doubters or as people call them, haters. There always is. So learn how to deal with it before you start. Because if you can't deal with any of that, the no's and negative thoughts and energy that's going to be consistently around you, it's going to get worse the farther you go up the ladder. And you're going to find less friends and you're going to find the real people that are there to support you the farther you go and and 
just you know I don't want to say they have a thick skin but you have to know who you are as an individual going into this and and don't let people's thoughts uh, 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 fade your image of yourself yeah kind of to piggyback off of that you know you know surrounding yourself with the right people that is going to push you forward as opposed to hold you back you know that's some things that uh, a lot of people struggle in regardless of their profession you know they're surrounded by people that aren't really helping them move forward in, in their passions and the things that they love um who are some of the people that you know you know you told me about your early mentor uh, but who are some people that you kind of kept in your circle that were great drivers to have you move forward in your business um and, and, and some of the people kind of maybe you know you know you don't have to name them but left behind in regards to because they were holding you back well um, it's not always as simple as that as, as I found it. It's, uh, I've always been told, you know, life is a game. You just got to learn how to play it. And I agree with that to a certain standard, but not all the way. Um, there's people that you have to get along with and people you have to keep around for a period of time for you to get to the next step and learning how to deal with that situation is very important because there are some people you're not going to like, and there's certain people are not going to like you, but there are the people that are going to get you to the next step and you got to be professional and always just 100% be honest, regardless if it sounds good or not. Honesty is always going to keep you in the right direction, regardless of who's around you. But with who's around me, um, I keep people that are interested in helping others. And if that's helping me at that moment, I appreciate it and, and vice versa. Um, uh, I, I like people to tell me how things are straight up. And my wife is one of those people. Uh, we've been together for 15 years. I was in the clubs when I was an early kid. And I said, Cupid doesn't go to clubs. You'll never find love there. <laughs> You'll find a lot of other things, but you won't find love in a club. But uh, ironically enough, I found her in a club. And uh, 15 years later, you know, a few kids were still going strong. And she's still 100% completely honest with me when it comes to everything. And uh, she's my biggest rock. Uh, I got uh, the radio station I'm currently on now, Lockdown Radio. They are the solid rock of of management behind the scenes. They, you 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 can't find a better crew at such uh, not yeah not like young starting age, but starting age for the business. And they they really have their stuff together. I've worked with lots of people uh uh they won't be named and and they're immature they're childish they're 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 self-involved and and they just i mean it fathoms me on how they got where they're at but it's it's it, they just don't have it they don't have the i guess you would say passion for the involvement that you get when you express yourself through music and they don't get the concept of people listening to music for that escape and and they're about the money and if you chase the money you'll always chase the money and and i just can't be around that environment and do that but like i said with lockdown radio they're they're just so freaking on point with everything they do and they're always there for the music and for for the people playing the music and they care about the listeners and that's really hard to find because everywhere else, I'm pretty sure, as you know, they push ads and they care about, you know, the marketplace and, and, and what's coming up next and what's the next contract we've got to sign and what we got to do to do it. And 
I'm happy, really happy to pretty much for the most part be free of all that now. Oh, that's amazing, man. That's super important, making sure you're surrounding yourself around people that you have alignment with, you know, people that are, are moving forward in the same goals and have the same mindset in regards to, you know, that giving spirit that you have and wanting to help others, man. That's super important. I'm, I'm really glad that, that you have that instilled in you. You know, it's probably, you know, a part of your upbringing, you know, where, you know, you, you didn't have things given to you, you know, you had to struggle in some cases and, and that kind of humbles you and allows you to have empathy for other people where you just want to give. Um, so I honor you and I respect you for all you've done and, and thank you for being so open and transparent with sharing your story on this podcast, man. Yeah, it's, it's I, I, I don't see it really too much as uh, me coming up and struggling. I, I see me coming up not having anything. And, and if I wanted something, I had to honestly work hard and be patient in God's time to get what I wanted. But it wasn't really a struggle to get those things. What's a struggle is in, is in order to keep them. That's the struggle is keeping and maintaining in life and staying solid. And for those people that you keep in your circle around you, staying solid enough to keep them on solid ground as well. And that's always a struggle, don't matter how many zeros you have on the end of your bank account. It's always a struggle to maintain and keep what you have. Getting it, you know, I've lost my stuff a few times and getting it back wasn't anything. It's just keeping it is what is needs to be focused on more, I think. Gotcha, 100%, man. Awesome, man. We're going to jump right into the lightning round. Are you ready? Yeah. Awesome. Describe your DJ setup, hardware and software. Virtual DJ. Uh, Rain 1200s or 12s uh, Pioneer mixer. Um, I like Eclipse audio speakers. They're pretty awesome. And then uh, I use Alienware for all of my uh, PC pushing power. And then I use Wise, which is a cool sponsor of mine that uh, supplies me with my uh, webcams. Besides yourself, who's your favorite DJ? I would say uh, my friend, uh, uh, she's in the UK, uh, DJ Lady Styles. She's pretty awesome. I like her a lot. Uh, she has a unique style and she follows exactly what I believe in. Uh, uh, consistency, uh, uh, strategy, and, and, and just staying right with the small tricks, consistently making the overall performance always a pleasure to watch and always magical is just great. It, it's awesome. What has been your favorite party or event that you've DJed at? Um, I would say it would be a toss-up. Well, probably a toss-up between three. Studio 54 in Las Vegas was pretty wild, but probably a lot of stuff we can't say about that on the podcast. Um, Coachella Fest would probably be a second. I was on stage two for a couple of years. I lived right up the street from it. Kanye West lives like right down the street from me, five minutes walking away. Well, one of his houses at least. But I think one of the iconic, and only because of the unfortunate passing of the situation was uh, I was the warm-up DJ on the uh, video recording of the music video for Encore at the House of Blues in Los, uh, Los Angeles off of Sunset. So I got to meet Jay-Z and uh, Lincoln Park and shake hands with everybody and hang out in the back for a while. It was really awesome. And and as more time goes on uh, uh, and, and, and because one of those members are no longer with us, it, it becomes more and more valuable to me. What's one thing that you hate about live streaming as a DJ? Uh, most places makes you want to focus on yourself, make you wipe your face, you know, sh show your setup and all your lights and 
it's like all the fingers are pointing at me and that's not what music is about music is about listening for one and second it's about feeling about that moment it, it could take you into time take you out of time it could take you in the past it, you could do it could do anything for you it, it's the it's the expression that you know we can't put into words with the soul fills so showing my face on a live stream totally beats that whole purpose for me and unfortunately we are required to do it now because it's live streaming that's what it's about so i focus on my deck you'll see my hands and you might get my top of my forehead or the bottom of my chin but i make sure i keep my face out of it for that reason it's not about me shout out any djs you know personally whose story should be shared on this podcast uh dj rendez uh he's one of the boys over there at lockdown radio he's he's amazing um, I would like to hear his whole story as well. I think that would be absolutely uh, 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 great for everybody. Um, I also got uh, my buddy DJ Q&A. Um, me and him never grew up together, never knew each other until about maybe seven years ago, eight years ago. And it's like if we grew up together, our lives are really, really similar. Um, uh, he, he's great. And he, he, his name, DJ Q&A, uh, it's, it's interesting on how he got that as well. And that right there is a whole story by itself. But yeah, definitely those two for sure. Can't forget my boy DJ Johnny Quest. And uh, I, I think, I think for now that that'd be about about it. <laughs> and uh, where can people find you online or even in person if you're still doing events? Um, yeah, yeah, I'm still doing it very actively. I'm still there, here and everywhere. Um, you can just simply search my name, DJ Believe, but spell it with D E E J dot Believe. Um, because of DJ Johnny Quest and I saw how good he was every night I never thought I could keep the actual DJ title I never thought I would be good enough to keep the initials DJ I think it's an honor and a, and, and a great reward to be able to put that in front of a name so I just spelled it D-E-E-J dot then my name believe and it just stuck so if you want to search me on Google I'll pop up I'll be the first thing you see you can find me at Lockdown Radio on Mixcloud. Uh, I'm there. I'll be there in a few hours. Um, that's in the UK-based. Uh, you can find me on YouTube as well, Twitch TV. I mean, any resource outlet, Facebook. I mean, I'm there. Awesome, brother. Hey, thank you for coming on to the My TJ Story podcast. This was an amazing and inspiring story, and I'm so happy that you're able to tell it here. Thank you, man. Thank you. Appreciate you guys having me. Are you a DJ? Well, we want to hire you as one of our official, The Club Virtual DJs. We've been working hard to source hundreds of paid virtual gigs, and we need DJs of all kinds that are interested in getting paid to curate virtual events for our clients. Whether you're a new DJ, just getting started, or a veteran in the game, we have paid gig opportunities for you. Text I'm in to 609-201-1027 to get notified for paid gig opportunities from the club. Tell a friend. We look forward to working with you. Now back to the podcast.